Welcome to Messy Closet, the spiritual journey of Generation X. I'm Roseanne Carlo, and here we explore the 70s, 80s, and 90s in New York City and the lessons my friends and I may or may not have learned. Welcome back to another episode of Messy Closet, and I just want to take a moment to thank each and every one of you who tune in. It really, really means more to me than you know that you are listening without prejudice, with an open mind and an open heart, and listening to me speak about truth. Because, as I've said, the truth lies in the pockets of where people speak. And this episode is Pandora's web, because Pandora's box has been opened, and now we're seeing it web out into it's everywhere you know it's just everywhere and people have taken time to speak out I don't know if it's because legally they were trying to figure out what they can and can't say I mean we're not privy to the contracts that are signed and some celebrities have spoken out about those contracts so We're not privy to everything. So, you know, there's a lot of people slamming them, saying it's taking time. And I'm just throwing another theory out there is really maybe is because how much can they say, if at all? I don't think it's right, you know? Contract or not, I would be denouncing that completely. But the thing is, when you're looking for the truth... Within these pockets, like some pockets are bigger, right? Some pockets are deeper. And when we're telling a story, we're telling it from our own our own perspective and our own dogma that we were raised with and indoctrinated with from childhood. And then we have our own integrity, ideas, and beliefs that we've grown into. And along with our own egos and our own narcissisms, because we all have our own narcissisms, We're taking over because we always want to be right. We always want to be the one that's correct in the story. Sometimes we want to be the victim in the story. And whether we are the victim or not in that story is not really true, but it's to what extent? What extent are we telling our version of the truth? Because one of the the phrases that I hate the most is, I am telling my truth. Because when you're telling your truth, it's probably riddled with lies. But when you are telling the truth, you're at least telling it the way you remember it from your perspective, from your own experiences, and then how that made you feel. And this is why, you know, we question things because people are raised to believe one thing over another because of what we've been told. And the crack in... A lot of this was first the Epstein case. And Maxwell, you know, is serving a sentence and people are asking, but to whom? Right. Who did did these these girls or boys like where did they go? Who was around them? And, you know, one person was a very high profile figure who lost a lot of ranking in life. So. You know, this is really strange because when I started looking into that case, they're saying it's it's bigger than everything. It's it's across everything, party lines, you know, Democrat, Republican. It's not political. It's not 
it's it's power, right? It's control. And if we think about, you know, how often we've heard of like human trafficking throughout history, it's not new either, most likely. I mean, we have heard of cases of enslaved people and assault. And it's documented. So none of this is truly new to the world. What it has always been is part of the elite world, still a way to control, still a way to prove I am superior to someone else, a group that is beneath me. That's what it feels like to me. And they say that a lot of famous people in Hollywood, you know, are indoctrinated into this. And I I don't know people talk about blood sacrifices. I, I honestly couldn't say if that's true or not. And without documented proof, I'm not even gonna go there. And that's my truth. <laughs> no, I just, you know, it's it's all speculation until there's real, real proof. And I'm big on that. But I'm also big on symbolism. And the symbolism of what's been going on is around. Like Madonna put up a video, I believe, wearing Balenciaga. And then under it, she put the word groomed as she was pretending to brush her hair. And then she was wearing Balenciaga again in another video. And I can't find it. I saw it. And the the audio, it said, come here, come here, come here. And it was like punch, punch. You could hear like the punching sounds. And then the filter with the eyeball that like opens and the vision is blurry. And she was holding the Balenciaga caution tape bag. So I'm wondering if she's been sending signals subtly She's been blowing up on TikTok a lot and people have been criticizing her a lot. And again, I believe that when people criticize celebrities a lot, it's because they are secretly trying to expose truth. And some theorize that Balenciaga went this far and, you know, it it actually, I knew it, but like my brain couldn't accept that these images were a holiday campaign. What fucking holiday are you celebrating? Maybe I need to look into that too. Like, is this the time of year for some strange occult sacrifice? I, I don't know, I don't know. There's so many theories out there. So this fashion stylist, Lada Volkova, she's breaking silence, her silence about those, these pictures, right? Now, she was linked to the label and she says that she hasn't worked for the label since 2017. But she made her Instagram private because, and I saw some of the images that were, it gives me like heart palpitations that were on her, her Instagram and they were beyond disturbing and some were exploitative of children again and she was behind 
the like baby dolls painted red. So even if she hasn't worked for them since 2017, she clearly left an influence, right? They clearly took an idea that she pushed a little bit and they took it further. So some of the theories out there are that they're putting this in front of our faces to see if society will accept this. And the answer is just a resounding no, because that that could be anyone's child. And let's just think of it in terms of go back to thinking of yourself as a child, right? In the 60s, in the 70s, in the 80s, um, in the 90s even 20 years ago, right? All you want is to feel like safe in your home. You don't want to be taken somewhere and put in an outfit and under lights and have cameras on you and you don't understand what's going on, but you're picking up on a bad vibe because kids pick up on these things. Kids pick up on bad vibes. That's like what how, how we operate as children. We're more energetic because we don't have the knowledge and the logic to rely on like how to, I don't know, safely get ourselves out of, out of a situation without causing a scene. That's why kids throw fits. It's energetic. And when you're a kid walking onto a set and you see what looks like toys, but then they turn out to be toys that are not familiar to you but again energetically you're getting the feeling something's wrong that's what was in their faces if you were unfortunate enough to see their faces before those images were scrubbed now the creative director Demna Gazvalia I don't know if I said that right. He's a Georgian fashion designer who is, you know, the creative director at Balenciaga. And he definitely had something to do with this because, you know, the creative director, it's their vision. So the business of fashion revoked uh, their award that they gave him. And, you know, he just, um, he's still there. He's still part of the team and he became the creative director in 2015 he succeeded Alexander Wang and then in 2019 he left Ventiments to pursue new artistic ventures yeah who cares so this guy being creative director had direct and 100% input on what was happening. Like what images were going to be portrayed and also what kids were going to be used in the ads. So it seems like really no one is accepting responsibility. All of these people are sort of either still defending it or making these like blanket statements and according to the New York Post Balenciaga made another statement we strongly condemn child abuse it was never our intent to include it in the narrative hmm okay 
So what was it intended for? And then they said, our plush bear bags and the gift collection should not have been featured with children. This was a wrong choice by Balenciaga combined with our failure in assessing and validating images. The responsibility for this lies with Balenciaga alone. Hmm. Validating images. I wonder if they're talking about those court papers. So, um, you know, it's, it's just, I don't understand how it's possible that no one really stood up and so many other celebrities are really staying silent who have been seen in the brand. Some did unfollow. I believe Gigi Hadid unfollowed. And, you know, great. That was a good thing. I mean, you can also protest silently like that. Um, I did see that Nicole Kidman was in New York City last night and she's been known to wear Balenciaga. She's been a face of it. And last night at the Music Man, she got a standing ovation for donating like $100,000 to something. And I'm wondering if with the timing on that, is the timing on that to paint her in a better light rather than to have her associated with this campaign? And I mean, this is what I'm saying. I don't know who knows what who's in on it, or if, you know, because these people have contracts, they're obligated to wear certain items when they're being dressed by the company, and maybe they have, like, inklings of things, but they don't know, don't want to rock the boat because it's millions of dollars in court and all of these things, and they can lose everything. A lot to think about. But I feel like when there has to be additional positive stories about you or additional negative stories about other people who have spoken out, there's, you know, that pocket of truth is sewn shut. And it's damage control. Like, what are we trying to do? How are we trying to continue to hide things? I mean, here's the thing. All of these celebrities have so much influence. And since childhood... So many of us, when we grew up in, you know, the the late 70s and started to, like, discover music and, and, and understand it and be able to sing along to it. And in the early 80s, when we picked our own music out and, you know, discovered our own identity in the 80s, that was all of this pop music and discovered fashion and you know the things that have made us who we are today because of the influence of the celebrities who have put their name and face behind it that we've trusted right so it's like you you had our trust you've had our trust and you've got enough money we know that so if you want us to continue to look up to you, break away from it all and speak the truth and be that hero we thought you were 
when we admired your work so much and, and listened to you speak about equality and human rights and, you know, all of this, the, the issues that you care about with you know, the, the oceans and the environments. And we listened, you influenced us, you made us care, you made us sing We Are the World. You opened our eyes and inspired our art and our music and our writing. You know, Gen X lived for new movies and music because we had 11 channels and reruns of things that we were really bored with. And then MTV came along and that inspired a whole new generation of musicians and artists. And to any celebrities out there who know what's going on and have a huge following and have tremendous influence and can break this, talk to your other celebrity friends and get together, figure out like, how to protect yourselves legally or in any other ways that you need to, but tell us the truth and be the heroes that you all play in these movies and stop hiding behind your PR teams and your glam squads in your Hollywood Hills homes that are protected from the rest of us that you probably wouldn't have anything to do with if you weren't paid for a meet and greet. Because you were once us. You were once like all of us. You, nobody knew who you were and you got into something and you showed up everyone, the world, your talents and your charms and your, your good looks, your beauty, your poise, your grace, your dapperness. We loved it. We bought it. We ate it up. And then more and more, many of us who grew up loving the art of acting or music, anything to do with that, we wanted that, right? Because Lifestyle of the Rich and Famous told us that that was true American success, that that was how you've made it in the world. So we looked for that. And if some of us were lucky enough to get in, but many of us got boxed out and are just as talented. And we just never got that foot in the door for whatever reasons. And I hear a lot of celebrities today saying, you know, social media is making stars out of nobodies. And then I hear social media stars calling a lot of celebrities Nepo babies. And you know what? You're both right. But you don't have to throw the insults at each other because there's other talent out there besides, you know, who's the A-list and whatever. You you guys have your world. But other people have a, a, you know, deserve a chance, I should say, deserve a chance to show off how talented they are as well. Right? We always say, oh, well, rights, it's not a pie. There's enough for everyone. Well, entertainment, talent, art, it's not a pie. There's enough for everyone. There can't be enough art in this world. But when you want to box people out because you want to stay as elite as you want to stay, and then you're willing to stay silent on things that 
really deeply affect people, human beings, children on a psychological, physiological level that they will not heal from. You're not doing the world any good anymore. You know, I've said it about with politics. Just show us your art. I don't need to know where you live. I don't care how much money you make. I don't care what your net worth is. You could be worth $100,000. I don't care. Do the right thing. Speak out and help expose the truth. You don't want to say that you were part of it, but we, we there's already speculation. You know, I'm not one for cancel culture. I don't know what's going on, though. So it's like everyone's like, cancel everything. And in a way, they're kind of right right now because nobody knows the truth. There are so many celebrities that tried to speak out about this and were labeled all of these different things and have had outbursts, but maybe it's because they wanted out. And when they speak the truth, they're ostracized. And I said the truth lies in those pockets somewhere because everyone has their own dogma. Everyone has been indoctrinated in a different way to society as to how to view it. But if you are okay and silent on the exploitation of children, I don't know who or what you are because that is not human. I mean, how many people, especially us Gen Xers, grew up hearing, I believe the children are our future, Whitney. Another one gone too soon. You know, how many of us believed that and still sing it and found ways to be a different type of parent than what we feel we got, right? So then we created like millennials and Gen Zs and it's just off the wall now. It's off. But, you know, our parents didn't understand us either, I'm sure. They grew up very differently. And we fight a lot about that with the generations. But what we should all be able to agree upon is exploiting children is so disgusting and wrong and vile and like my mother would have picked me up and walked right out of their contract be damned for real but with all of the people who either know what's going on and you know have stayed silent to keep your fame your money your millions like come on like shame shame on you shame it is a shame that you chose that, but then you push these other ideologies so hard. You push for equal rights and freedom of speech and love is love. But if you're watching children be exploited and hurt in that way, you're just a fraud. So do a little more than make statements that are just word salad mean nothing. Do a little more 
good in the world instead of put more money in your pocket. Because at this point, everyone's tired of, of all of it. We're bored. We're bored with watching, or at least I am, bored with watching the red carpet. I'm bored with watching what another celebrity is going to do on social media that's going to get 30 million views and all they've done is smile. Thanks. My God. I'm tired of it. Because that is the opposite of creating art and good in the world. That's creating damage. And art is not supposed to do that. I say it all the time, keep art and keep love alive. But when your art creates damage, you create hell on earth and you damage all art. You damage creators, you damage photographers, you damage reputations. When you go along with these things, you damage lives, real lives. But because you get to go home to your multi-million dollar mansion with your team of PR behind you who make sure that if you have a pimple, no one has any idea and that you have the right everyone around you to make you look perfect and act perfect and seem perfect because that's, that's what you get paid for to be an image but you're not saying anything and using that image for good. You're hoping that this is going to blow over and you can just go on with making more millions. No, the truth is people are disgusted. Disgusted. Put yourselves in those children's shoes. We were all children once. Put yourselves in their shoes and understand that you have damaged them. And everyone who's just silent about it is okay with that. But you close the gates on your very secure mansion while those kids are going home having nightmares. Stop supporting this speak out tell us the truth not your truth the truth because we're at a turning point not even a turning point it's a tipping point in humanity where we've all well, we're very divided, right? We're divided on vaccines. We're divided on religion. We're divided on LGBTQ rights. We're divided on women's rights. We're divided on politics. We're divided on all of it. So no one knows how to speak to each other. But we have to be united against children being used in this way. I just think that as we whine about our own generational trauma, Balenciaga has just created an entire new generation of trauma. So part of the point 
of the spiritual journey for everyone is not to make life better for yourself, but to make life better for other people in the short amount of time that you are here. I'm not saying you should have nothing for yourself. Of course, everyone deserves good things in life, everyone. What I'm saying is our job is to leave the planet a better place than it was when we were here. And maybe to stop whining about our own traumas so much unless there's a lesson to be learned from the trauma that we ourselves have experienced. You don't want to sit there and tell everybody all your problems, but if if there's a lesson to be learned, if you've come out of a traumatic situation stronger, by all means share, but if you're just sharing to whine, no. We're supposed to leave the world a better place. And there are a lot of people in Hollywood with a lot of money who we've all idolized and looked up to. And some of them do amazing things. And some of them don't, but not a lot of people have spoken out about this. There's just not as much outrage by the Hollywood community as a lot of people feel there should be, myself included. I would really like to hear more about how everyone you know, it it just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense that there's this much silence, but then silence can be an omission of guilt, right? Silence says a lot. Picture's worth a thousand words, but silence is worth a million. So we're not doing our job to the best of our abilities. And to support Balenciaga is to support a new generation of trauma, and that will set us back. So those are my thoughts, and I don't know, like I said, think for yourselves, agree, disagree, find some more information, send it my way. But thank you for tuning in to this episode 